At first, no one paid much attention to the deadbeat who shoved urgently through the bat-wing doors of the Paradiso Saloon. Business was brisk, for this was Friday night and a popular chanteuse by the name of Lula Glaze was due to perform at eight o'clock. The smoke of a hundred cigarettes and half again as many cigars and pipes drifted lazily around the saloon's incandescent arc lamps. The constant buzz of conversation was punctuated by the occasional clink of bottle against glass, the melodic tinkling of the Paradiso's regular pianist as he warmed up on his fine Bechstein piano, and the lattery click of a ball bouncing in and out of the pockets on a spinning roulette wheel. The newcomer stood just inside the saloon doorway, swaying slightly on the highly polished floorboards. Still, no one paid him any attention. After all, such panhandlers were a dime a dozen in this part of town. But there was something that made this one different. This one was bringing news of great importance and hoping to get a liquid reward for delivering it. He opened his mouth and spoke a short, single word, but his husky, seldom-used voice refused to carry. The best he could manage was a raw croak. Swallowing, he tried again. Gold! he called, and at the word the pianist hit a bum note and stopped playing, and the buzz of conversation dried up, leaving only the roulette wheel to keep turning, the ball still tumbling restlessly from pocket to pocket. "'What was that?' asked one of the patrons, frowning at another, and from the back of the place, "'What did he say?' "'Gold!' the deadbeat cried again, enjoying the sudden, unaccustomed attention. The Sacramento Queen just dropped anchor. She's come straight from Alaska, and she's brought a passel of new millionaires with her. At once, the conversation started back up, but now there was only one topic. You should see em, enthused the panhandler, warming to the subject. All them rich men who was poor as church mice but two months ago, just a-coming down the gangplank tonight like they was royalty. The buzz became an animated babble. A few weeks earlier, the Excelsior had docked at San Francisco Harbor to disgorge its own batch of fresh-minted millionaires, but most folks were still convinced that the gold rush up in Alaska and neighboring Yukon Territory was destined to be short-lived, and that the risks of the journey vastly outweighed the potential rewards. Now, though, this second landing seemed to imply that the rush was going to be considerably longer-lasting, and that there was still a good chance to get rich, maybe very rich, quick. Such a prospect galvanized the patrons of the Paradiso, singly, then by twos, threes, fives, and sevens, they began to quit the place, keen now to see the newcomers as they disembarked and hear their get-rich stories for themselves. The panhandler hurriedly stepped aside to avoid the exodus. When the saloon had finally emptied out, only he, a slightly bewildered croupier, and three dandified bartenders were left those and one single customer who was seated at a corner table, smoking a thin black cigar 
and playing solitaire. This was Tom Cannon. Cannon paused to sip some of the aged bourbon in the glass beside him, apparently immune to the gold fever which had so recently swept through the place. The saloon was more like a mortuary now, and somehow he couldn't see Lula Glaze performing with any great enthusiasm for an audience of just one.